Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We're here every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, with your Freed by Noon episodes. That's right! And it's all for the grand old price of tell a friend. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. Tag a bitch. Tag someone you know on Instagram in one of my videos. Let them know. Let them know. Let them know that we're putting out these podcasts on a daily basis for your quarantine enjoyment. So what I want you to do. Also, we're on YouTube. So YouTube, get subscribed on YouTube. There's videos, there's podcasts. I'm really putting, I'm spraying my seed all over the internet for you to get pregnant on, okay? Get your friends pregnant with this fucking shit, okay? Right now, let people know. If you don't let them know, they won't know. They don't know, nobody, and there's some, and here it is. These episodes are about putting your brain on the shelf, and letting Papa JT, the Wizard of Haas, the Sultan of Scream, the Conolingus King, let me take over your thoughts. And we're going to do emails. We're going to do the coronavirus rant of the day. I got a million quick hits that we got over the weekend. And then uh, that's it. Then we're out of here. That's what we do every day. So if you have a question, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're sipping. Mm, mm, mm. we're sipping wine we're having fun keep letting them know you like the j train podcast all you gotta do is say hey friend listen to the podcast feather this man's nuts let them know you're here to stay. That's right. Keep letting people know. Podcast at gmail.com. He followed my best friend on Instagram, Red Flag. Jared, love the podcast. It keeps me sane as a qu- I quarantine alone the, during this time. I had something come up over the weekend. And I would love to get your advice on it. So I matched with this guy a few weeks ago on Tinder. We have a lot in common. He seems nice. We chatted a lot through the app for a few days, exchanged numbers, talked on the phone a few times, things are going well, etc. This morning, I got a text from my best friend that she got a request from him to follow her. She recognized him and his name from the photo I sent her of his Tinder profile when I told her I matched with a nice guy and we talked on the phone and he seemed great. She isn't on any dating site, so they could have not have matched that way, nor do they have any mutual friends aside from me. He clearly looked through my public IG and found her that way. She denied the follow request, but I just feel weird about it. He doesn't follow me, which is completely fine as it feels a little early for that. But to follow my best friend, we haven't even met in person. I haven't even I haven't asked him about it as we've both been busy working today. And I'm am I being overly critical? Is this nothing to worry about? Am I just be I'm just uh, I'm just kind of confused. 
I've never encountered this before and I'm looking for some sort of insight. Thank you so much for your time. Can't wait for your recap of uh, Listen to Your Heart tomorrow night. Yes, if you're listening right now, I'm doing Listen to Your Heart live screams. Tag a friend in that. Let people know. Here's what I'll say to her. She's exactly right. This is what happened. They match on the app. They start talking. He starts looking her up on Instagram, finds the profile. It's public. He's sitting there going, thank you, God, for making her public. Then he goes through and he finds a friend that he also finds attractive. He fucked himself. Uh, It sucks because you have to live in the delusion that you're the only one being pursued. And I understand where she's coming from. This feels weird. I'm confused. You're confused because you're acting honestly. You're the one looking to meet someone. He is the one looking to fuck a bunch of women. So when he's going through, you know, matching with people on apps, it we all want to live in the reality that we're the only one being pursued. We're the only one being texted. We're the only. But he revealed himself. He took the curtain packed it out, and he was like, yeah, I'm a big fucking asshole with a penis, and that's who's in charge of the show. So, if I don't think you're being overly critical. I think you can call him out. I think you can make him squirm a bit. Can you put this aside and put this, chalk it up to fucking idiot dude? You could if you enjoy his presence enough, but that's up to you. I'm not here to tell you what to take further or not, but what I am saying is that your feelings are justified. You are right because this is happening to everyone. Everyone, everyone you match with is going, oh, she's cute. She's fun. Let's talk on the phone. Then they go, let me see if I can find her on Instagram. Then they go find her on Instagram. They go, well, that friend's cute too. That friend's cute too. That friend's cute too, but they're not saying it. You don't have to hear it. So you get to live in the delusion of this whole romanticized thing that is called dating. So I wouldn't blame you if you're like, ah, okay, the illusion's gone. Now I see him for what he is the, uh, and, and moving on. I would also say you are entitled to say, hey, dude, I saw you follow my friend. You're a fucking asshole. What the fuck? And letting him earn your trust back. That can also be true. I'm not saying it's a toss, I'm all, but I'm saying it's you're within. And, and I also think calling him out will tell you a lot about him. If he writes you back, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I was looking at your friend. Like, I would actually respect that more. If he writes you back and goes, well, I thought you was a friend from high school. You can be like, okay, you're a liar. You're an absolute liar who I shouldn't trust on anything. If you can't even fess up to this when you barely even know me, what will you fess up to? Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Why is he still window tapping? Okay. For those of you new to the podcast, cause we've had a lot of new listeners based on that. I'm going daily and people are getting into this. I window tapping is when someone, when you go to someone's Instagram profile and you like, like 10 of their pictures in a row, that's you tapping on the window. Like, hello, tap, tap, tap. Hello. I'm here. I'm hard. It's you letting them know you are hard or wet for them. And then they come back and tap you. And then there's a DM. This is the dance of Instagram. This is how you meet people on Instagram. This is why Instagram is is a dating app. Because tap, tap, tap. Hello. Ooh. He likes me. 
tap, 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 hello back. And then you go to the DMs, and then that's how these things happen. Thank you for all your amazing content recently. My question relates to your concept of guys window tapping on Instagram. I'm from the East Coast and moving to California this summer, assuming quarantine restrictions are lifted and it's safe to do so. Back in October, I was in Cali visiting my brother and met a super cool guy at a Halloween party. He asked me to his place and we had a really great time together. I slept over, no sex, mostly making out and cuddling. I thought it would be one of those one and done things. But he asked for my number before I left and we also connected on IG. We stayed in touch on and off over the next few months and he knew I was going to be moving to the city eventually. In the beginning of March, I was visiting again, so I reached out in February and asked him if he wanted to get together. He was excited to hear from me, said he would love to catch up and we made plans to get dinner. But a week before my trip, he texted me saying that he had changed his mind about meeting up. He said, I'm not technically dating someone, but I am pretty interested. I'm not technically dating someone, but I am pretty interested and I don't think I'm being fully honest by going out with you, especially because I think there was some chemistry. uh, There was some chemistry involved before, right? I need to reread this. In the beginning of March, I was visiting again, so I reached out in February to ask him if he wanted to get together. He was excited to hear from me, and he would love to catch up and made plans for dinner. A week before the trip, he texted me saying that he had changed his mind about meeting up. He said, I'm not technically dating someone, but I am pretty interested and don't think I'm being fully honest by going out with you, especially because I think there was some chemistry involved before, right? So he, what he's saying is I'm seeing someone and it would be wrong of us to get together because we had chemistry. I was bummed but appreciated his honesty, so I didn't push back. I told him it was okay and that I wouldn't be interested in hanging out with him if he was seeing someone else anyway. We haven't been in contact since, but he's been he started window tapping on my IG again. What's the point of this? I know you say guys do that to show interest without having to be rejected or to be or to keep someone on the back burner, but this guy has already flat out rejected me. Why would he still be trying to get to my attention if he's not interested? Also, what's with his downplaying? I don't. Th- I think there was some chemistry, right? Like, obviously, he knows there was. We got naked together, and he asked me over. It's it's funny to me. Stop asking questions you know the answers to. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're being ridiculous. This emailer, I love her for writing in. I love her email. It's a great email. I love her situation. It's a great situation. It's worth digging into. Her question is, um, what's the point of this? So here's what happened. You guys got naked together. Then you were coming back to town. And you said in your email, this is she does a very female thing. And let me read it to you. I slept over, but no sex, mostly making out and cuddling. I thought it would be a one-and-done thing, but he asked for my number for, before I left. I And we also connected IG. We stayed in touch on and off over the next few months, and he knew I was going to be moving to a city eventually. There was no such thing as one-and-done to any guy. This whole idea of the one-night stand, yeah, it exists, but I'm saying for you to say, I thought it would be a one-and-done thing, but he asked for my number. That Everything is open to down the road so this guy and then you say in the beginning so i was visiting again i reached out asked him if he wanted to get together he was excited then he said no what happened was when you reached out he made a date with you and then he said ah you know what this date i'm seeing someone else this date is not worth me going on it's not to say he's not rejecting you 
He's he's seeing someone else and he still likes you. He still would want to fuck you, but he's seeing someone else. Seeing someone else is not rejecting you. Seeing someone else is seeing someone else. That's it. It's not, uh, when people go and see someone else, that's not them signing themselves up for never having a thought about wanting to fuck someone again. That's not the reality. That's the reality you're trying to live in because you want to protect your feelings. You don't want to live in a reality that lives in gray, which is the reality. The gray reality is that. The gray is, yeah, he's seeing someone else. He wished he could have gotten a date with you, but he knew he couldn't get away with it. That's the reality. He knew he couldn't go on a date with you because he was too far along with the other girl who lives in his hometown that he's probably going to date, that he's probably going to end up with. And being with you was, uh, didn't feel great to him. He was being honest. He was being as good a guy as he could be. But that doesn't mean he's not attracted to you. It doesn't mean that relationship turned into something more. So he keeps in touch because he knows you're moving back. You'll be back to town, and he has no idea if his relationship that got more serious stayed serious. So he's going to be pretty friendly on Instagram. He's going to be, you know, tapping on the window. He's going to leave this open to the maybe. Women hate the maybe. If I've learned anything from this podcast, they want to go, oh, so it was a one and done thing, right? And then he goes, oh, I don't know. A lot of guys live in that. I don't know. We'll see. Because a lot of guys in high school were told, like, like just got turned down by every chick. So they're all sitting there going, like, like sitting there being like, oh, better not just throw away a blowjob for the if and when. So, I mean, this is, what's it, this, he's downplaying, he's getting, and then she goes, what's with this downplaying? I think there was a chemistry, right? That's him getting you to agree there was chemistry. He's getting you to sign the dotted line of I will blow you when I'm right, when things work out better. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh. Feather, feather. I was putting a few things away in my boyfriend's apartment when I found framed pictures in a drawer in his nightstand. The pics in the frames were of him and his ex-girlfriend of five years who he was engaged to. They broke up about two years ago. The pics were of them in Paris and one in Greece and one of them at a wedding. There was also an envelope with more developed pics of the two of them. These are the, be the pics you would have displayed out around your apartment. He told me the reason they broke up was because she was controlling and she wasn't, he wasn't really happy with her, but he looks happy in the pics. Also, the, the ex is now married, so I don't think like he's trying to get back with her. Why would he still keep these pics around? Is it even worth mentioning to him? So I will say this. Let me defend him. I, everything you're saying is right. Like he shouldn't have the pictures. He shouldn't, you know, he looks happy in the pictures. Like that, I kind of roll my eyes at that. Like this is a dude. He took the pictures down. He put them in a drawer because he wasn't sure about throwing them away and he forgot about them. That's, that's, as, that's as plain and simple as it gets. I, I think if you go into any man's apartment, nine out of 10 of them has shit just under other shit that they never plan on throwing away, they never put away. I think, listen, if he's an anal dude and he's really clean and really up on his shit and he's the type that like, unsubs like unmatches from people on dating apps because he's like, I gotta have the app worked out right and deletes all his emails, like fine, this is something to worry about. But- in this scenario, like I'm putting myself in his shoes, like 
it's not like they were out on the bedroom, like on the on the bureau, and he was like, look at this is another part of my life. I had to have him out. This is when I was happy. That's not what he's saying. He probably, they ended things. He took the frame. He was like, put it in the fucking drawer and get rid of it. And now it's just in a drawer. I don't think uh, you should connect. that. I, I think it's okay to bring up, hey, you should throw away those pictures. Why do you still have them? I think that's an okay thing to say. I don't think it's okay to make him this evil person who looks, you look happy in this picture. It's yeah, of course he looks fucking happy. They're in Paris fucking doing their honeymoon or some shit. Like the thing that she wrote that kind of bothered me. The pics were of them in Paris and one in Greece of one, uh, and one of them at a wedding. There was an envelope with more developed pics of them. These are pics you would have displayed around your apartment. He told me the reason they broke up was because he was controlling and wasn't happy with her. But he looks happy in the pics. I'm going to say to the emailer, fuck off. That's, that's bullshit. Yeah, of course he looks happy in the pics. What do they say to you in the, in the picture? They go, smile. They don't say, look honest. They've never said that before a picture. Hey, look how you really feel about your significant other. That's never been said before a picture. They say smile. And that's what he did. But he had the picture in a drawer. I think it's okay to be like, hey, throw these away. This is ridiculous. It's not okay to be um, like personally offended. I don't think this was a personal shot at you. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Do we only get one great love in life? Oof. Shit got real. Jared, longtime listener, really appreciate your consistent advice on the podcast. This might be a bit heavier than your usual email, but I could really use your point of view on the situation. To make a long story short, I was seeing this guy for about three months who was still hung up on his ex and emotionally unavailable to say the least. Obviously, I ended up hurt in the end, but after it ended, he opened up a bit about his past. He described his relationship was very toxic and emotionally abusive to the point that they had torn each other down and at the end of the relationship and had no other choice but to let go. He said he was scared that he was uh, that 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 was his one great love in life and that the connection was once in a lifetime. That thought got stuck in my head. I don't believe we only get one great love, but I also don't think I've experienced that sort of intensity, whether it be good or bad. What are your thoughts on this way of thinking about love? What about, what advice would you give to him to maybe broaden his mindset? For reference, he's 26, I'm 21. Much love from Dallas. I'll say this. I don't think he thinks what he said. I think when guys end three-month things, they have no reason for ending them. You didn't cheat on them. You didn't sleep around. You you weren't a jerk. You're genuinely a nice person, and he's a nice person, but he didn't feel the match. And to get out of it, he looked at you in the face and gave you this whole Beauty and the Beast story. I only knew love once. But to ever feel love again, I shall never know. So I have to go explore those options. It is not you. You are a lovely soul, but I have fallen under the spell of another soul. See, he's speaking in romantics to get you on board with the breakup. So I like, do I think there's one love in life? No, I think a lot of this is, I think it's the intersection of romantic and practical. 
I think someone has to be your person, but also has to be someone that gets you hard. So you have to find the intersect of those things. You have to fall in love, but falling in love, you have to allow yourself to fall in that love. You have to give yourself the opportunity. And what he's saying, you even said in the beginning, you're like, he was still hung up on his ex, emotionally unavailable to say the least. Yeah. So then to get away from you, he gave you this fucking hopped up story about there's only one love in this nation of love and I must find that love to be able to pre And it's like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's just, we're all talking out of our ass to get to the next email. He's trying to get to the next email of life. I wouldn't take what he said so personally or, 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 or seriously. The connection was once in a lifetime. Like, like, dude, like when I hear that, I cringe up because I, I know what he's doing. He's trying to look at you and make things so serious that you won't call him out on the fact that he treated you like a girlfriend but only wanted to fuck. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more email. We'll do one more, and then we'll get to the coronavirus rant of the day. And then we'll do some quick hits. Keep sending your emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. How to quarantine breakup. Ooh. I hope someone in this apartment doesn't want that. Never. Never. Okay. Jared. <laughs> feather, feather. Been loving the Freed by Noon content throughout the quarantine. All this time to think and things have been said in the last few episodes that have made me reevaluate, made me evaluate my relationship hard and I think I want to end it. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. I'm here talking out of my ass drinking wine. All this time to think, think and things have been said in the last few episodes that made me reevaluate my relationship and, and I think I want to end it. I'm sorry. Context, we've been dating long distance uh, for about nine months and are in our mid to late 20s. Neither of us suggested quarantine together. I instead came to my parents' house. It's almost six weeks and we don't see each other because of our uh, when our last weekend together feel... Can you write a sentence? We don't see each other because of when our last weekend together feel before quarantine. I feel indifferent about it. Uh, definitely a sign I should end it. Please, when you write these, just do one glance. Do, do one look at your fucking email. Just do one read over and then send it. I'm not going to kill you on fucking your versus you are. But just read it once. I instead came to my parents' house. It's almost six weeks. We don't see each other because of, of when our last weekend together uh, before quarantine. I feel indifferent about it. Definitely sign of My question is, how is it appropriate to end a relationship during this time? Is it FaceTime or Zoom call, a phone call, or do I wait until we can see each other in person again? Thanks for all your advice in the house. You call the person. You call them right now. Uh, you don't text a quarantine breakup. You don't need to see them. You don't have to wait it out. Everyone wants to be dumped as soon as you know you want to dump them. That's what everyone wants. They don't admit to that because they're angry and no one wants to be dumped, but everyone wants 
the dignity of being dumped the minute you know you want to do it. No one wants to have fake conversations. No one wants to sleep next to a stranger. No one wants to like go, oh, well, I, you know, I just want to be nice. Ah, being nice is being mean. Send this guy a text. Be like, hey, let's jump on the phone. I got to talk about some things. And then you get on the phone. You go, hey, things have been distant. Uh, I've been thinking a lot during the quarantine. This is not the match for me. And I know that's hard to hear. You're a great person. I'm a great person. We're not the match. That's it. You got to be cold, calculated, shoot them through the heart. Game over. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant of the day is people suggesting to you their shows. Listen, if you're going to give a suggestion of what to watch, you better fucking love it. We don't want to watch the thing you kind of like. We don't want to watch the thing you like. Because listen, there's a lot of choices. I have every streaming service, every single one. And if you tell me you like something... I am going to dig in. And if it's not a general, if you don't love it, don't tell me to watch it. Don't waste my night. Don't waste my Tuesday. Don't waste my Wednesday. I don't want to hear, oh, how did you like that show I said? And I go, I don't know. We kind of like, we got through the, well, you got to get to episode 30. What? Episode 30. Yo, you got to get to episode 30. And then after episode 30, you'll kind of like it. And then you'll slowly get into it by season 10. I don't have 30 years to watch your show and get into it. I don't want to watch a show and then think back. Oh, well, I guess it was kind of good now that I think about it. No, 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 no. If you're going to suggest a show, it's because it locked you in right away. It got you going. You never stopped watching. You never started wanting to go go away from it. Don't suggest shows you half like just so you can get the 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 love of having suggested a good show. That's why they're doing it. That's why. They they know you'll never come back to them and be like, "What the fuck? That show fucking sucked. You wasted my weekend." They know that. They know that the only thing you get out of suggesting a show is glory. You only get that 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 oh thank you. Oh you're 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 the wizard of content. You know people so well. It's the same reason people fix you up. Some people are good fix-up artists because you never come back to the person who fixed you up and go, hey, thanks for the fucking divorce, asshole. They only get the the glamour, the praise that comes with fixing them up. Oh, you thought of me? Oh, my God. Thank you so much. That's why some people love fixing people up because they, they're narcissists. They want to believe that everyone's going to love them for fixing them up because no one gives them hate because it's a nice thing to do. So you suggesting a show is a nice thing to do, but it's not a nice thing to do if it's a show you kind of like just because you want the attention of someone who fixes them up with the show. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day. Every day on the Freed by Noon podcast, you can send in yours in. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. 
Let's talk about charcuterie. I think we should do a charcuterie chat. Um, I had one lined up. You can send in your charcuterie chat. Actually, this is a user-generated charcuterie chat. Quick question. We're going to do a charcuterie chat. This is user-generated. Hit the music, Shelby. Quick question. Ran out of crackers, so I used cucumbers as a substitute. It tasted good. What are your thoughts? I'm going to send this picture to Shelby to post with the video. Here's the thing about their board. Yeah. Put in cucumbers. Put in cucumbers, but don't act like you did a good job. Don't act like, oh, I thought of this thing. You know, a cucumber's crunchy, a cracker's crunchy. No, 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 no. If you had other crackers in the house, they should be out too. You should be, the whole point of a charcuterie board is to give people options to make it themselves. This person put a whole log of cucumbers out. You don't have one chip? Let me do the chip. Don't be that person that goes, oh, so you want the, you want the barbecued lays out here? Yeah, I'll take a barbecue Lay's and put it with one of these meats and be A-OK. But let me make the decision to be a fat pig. Don't make cucumber, don't make your health a decision. Don't choose the health of everyone at the party. Charcuterie board's about choice. So you should put out the cucumber. You should put out whatever carb or potato you have. Don't just say, well, I ran out of the one cracker, so I put out a, a cucumber. Ah! Put out the chip. Put out the cheese. Put out the meat. Put out the put out the, 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 the pita chip. Let us make the decision. Don't go, it's not, this is not a vacuum. This is not cracker or cucumber. Put out, put out the uh, the the pirate's booty. Yeah, yeah, I said it. Put out the pirate's booty. I'll mix some meat with a pirate's booty. I'll do it while you're not looking because you're a judgy piece of shit that puts out cucumber. All I'm saying is this board seems nice and I'm going to forward it to make sure that we, you know, get it on the podcast and you'll be able to see it. Uh, but I, I think you need, you need to understand that it's not an all or nothing thing. Just because you want to date the guy that you can go, oh, it's a one night stand. No, 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 no. We want to live in the land of vague. I want to be able to take the good because you got some good salami on there I want to take that good salami I want to put on a chip just because just because that's what I do because I fuck around that's today's charcuterie chat you can send in your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com let's do the quick hit questions and we have a ton Hit the music, Shelby. Who is your dream podcast guest, dead or alive? I want David Spade. I want you, David Spade. Tag him. Tag him. Let him know. I want David Spade. I just, I, I think he's the funniest. He's the best. How should you react when you think someone sent you a recycled nude? Every nude is recycled. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
We've all taken one great picture. Every picture's recycled. What do you think? The picture on the dating app was meant for you? The picture that they sent you was... Everything's recycled. What do you think? The selfie they sent wasn't taken 7,000 times from 700 angles with seven different sepia tones? All nudes have been sent before. You're not special. It's set... You, you, he... They're, everyone wants to look good, so they're making sure they're chubbed up right nice to send it out. Can women, men and women just be friends? Absolutely. Absolutely, but there has to be a reason. You just have to go, well, why did you shake out the fuck? Was it because they dated your best friend and that was never on the table? Why was that fuck shaked out? Oh, we went to high school together. Fuck shaked out. Oh, it was my friend's girlfriend. Fuck shaked out. Oh, we worked together. Fuck shaked out. Is it okay for my boyfriend... Is it okay my boyfriend comments about other women's attractiveness when it bothers me? It's a little bit of both. I like to look at a woman and look at my girlfriend and go, what do you think? And we discuss it. I like I like talking that game with my girlfriend. I think it's a little... Dis- I think there's a right way to do it. I think if I'm sitting there going, ooh, look at that ass, I gotta have it, my girlfriend would be mad. But if I said to her, oh, what do you think of that girl's butt? It's a good butt, right? She would go, yeah, 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 it's a good butt. And that's a fun, sexy conversation for us to have. So I think you're missing out if you're making this an all or nothing play. Uh, What does a person's liquor cabinet say about them and does it matter? That was obviously sent by a man. There's this weird man thing about, like, I got to have a good liquor cabinet with all the whiskeys, and I got to look like I smoke a cigar. I don't think any woman ever looks at a liquor cabinet and is like, I am so wet right now. Am I the problem, Jared? Yeah, probably. Uh, How do I know if if the feelings are real or if I'm just feeling the quarantine desperation? Um, don't be afraid of fucking up. I think that's a big thing. I think right now you can go, well, it's just the quarantine. It's just this. It's just that. That could be the case in any other scenario where you meet someone. I think be okay with the fact that all of these things will end in disaster and you'll be fine. After three dates, a guy says he needs a week uh, break. Needs a week break worth waiting around. No. If a guy says he needs a week break. He's just letting you know where he stands. He wants us to be casual. He doesn't want to ever date you. Why do guys like to send selfies? Because it's guys do guys don't get credit. We do like to look good. We are vain. So guys send selfies because they're like, just want to let you know that I think this looks good and I want you to like it the way I would like a picture of you. Also, it's a way to get you to send pictures. Selfie is like starts at this. You sent a selfie. Oh, now we're in the picture game. Send me your tit. Uh, what is Jess and your favorite thing to experience to do together? Ooh, what do we like to do together? We like to drink and eat. She likes to laugh at me like a clown. What is the first joke you wrote? Uh, it probably sucked. When, why when you have a good thing going do guys ghost? Need an answer once and for all. Um, obviously it wasn't a good thing for them. Like the the thing is when you have a good thing going, this is, this is your question tells me everything I need to know. 
If your goal is the relationship, then you're fucked from get-go. Your goal should be to meet the right person. You say, we got a good thing going. We've we're got a relationship. Why would we end this? Um, not the match. That's the reason. Because when you ask a question the way you worded it, it tells me everything I need to know. That tells me that you're, oh, wait, we got a good thing going. Look at, look at, we can get to marriage. That's not how I want to marry someone. You want to marry the right person. What is the, uh, tell us more about moving in with your girlfriend. It's been great. Uh, we're having a good time. Uh, there's obviously arguments. This ain't all sunshine and butterflies. We have some storms. Um, what else? I mean, it's been, you Okay. We would have fought if we had moved in out of court. It's going okay. Can you see how well it's going? Uh, no, it's going up. First quarantine, favorite quarantine meal. Anything that we cook together. Uh, show us the egg pan. Oh, give me the egg pan. So if, if, if some of you might not know... Jess has this egg pan that I just wanted to try. I just wanted to see what it was like. And and I was sitting there and I'm and, and then Jess hung over my shoulder. Well, here's the egg pan. Okay? It's for one egg to cook. All I wanted to do was crack an egg and cook it on it and then do a flip and then put it on the plate. That's all I wanted to do. And she was over my shoulder. What do you, it looks a little hot. What do you do with the egg pan? I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, it went off every five minutes in your old apartment. So this is the egg pan. It's very cute. It is fun to cook an egg with unless someone's sitting over your shoulder and questioning your every move. How do you know when you found the one? You never know. You never know. I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. I just turned 30 and I'm dating a 26-year-old dude. Can it work? Anything can work. Anything. The important part is to set your standard and don't go below it. Let that 26-year-old know when they're acting in a way that doesn't meet your standard. And then they either negotiate or they leave. Or you leave. Uh, thoughts on Raleigh, North Carolina. I loved it. I love that club. Good nights. I'll be there in the fall. Uh, quarantine stash. Yeah, I, I grew up the stash. I think a lot of guys are just bored and want something to do. And why not? If you don't have to shave. Uh, what's your, uh, just got out of a year relationship. I'm 25. What do I do? Where do I start? You're 25. You're going to be fucking fine. You're 20. What do you, where do you start? You're not a divorced 80 year old you're not a 50 year old you're, ugh. this kills me this question kills me what do I do where do I start you're 25 you're the most beautiful you'll ever be for the rest of your life okay you will find every guy wants to date you every guy wants to fuck you you're not a 40 year old with a mortgage and two kids and have no time to go out you'll find someone Work on finding someone that's right for you and stop relying on needing a relationship to keep up with your friends. Uh, what are you drinking? Cote de Rhone. Boom. How can I get my old hookup to want to date me? It won't happen. Not going to happen. Your old hookup. The only way to get your old hookup to want to date you is to say, hey, I would like to date you. 
and then wait for them to take you on a date. If they don't, that's what they won't, they won't do it. But your old hookup, you never gave them a moment where they thought you would leave. That With hookups, it's okay to hook up with someone and then turn them into a dating person the next day. You could change your mind anytime you want. It's not okay to change your mind and not let them know. So if you if you let them know, hey, the, the 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 trick is to not take it personally. Hey, I've had a great time with you. I think this would be should be more. For me, I think this should be more. I'd love to keep it going, but if you don't want to keep it going, that's fine with me. But I will not be doing just random casual hookups. And then they either take you on the date you want or they don't. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. That's our episode. Keep sending in your questions. Keep telling friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom.